Hey friend, it's me, Amanda Davison. We are back for an all new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast. And this is a special episode. You know, I've been sick actually, and our family has been sick for like a long time, it feels like. And we're all kind of on the mend today, thankfully, but um, it's just me, no fancy editing, no music. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And actually, I'm still in my pajamas, and I've been thinking a lot about the things that I am intentionally trying not to do in this season for many reasons, but the main reason really being I don't want to experience another season where I'm overwhelmed or stressed. And somehow the Christmas season just sneaks up on me and I feel sort of um, caught off guard in a way, in a weird way, because I know like everyone knows it's coming, but maybe it's because of my lack of planning or my personality, I'm not sure. But anyway, I've I've really been sinking into this whole last year um, of really practicing a slower pace. And so I've I've really been like leaning into what does that look like? even in a busy, typical busy season uh, of Christmas. And so I've just kind of compiled a list of things that I'd love for us to consider maybe um, to stop doing this season, especially if it feels like a lot to you. I know many of us like thrive in this season and you're like, what are you talking about, Amanda? This is amazing. And that's awesome. So this might not apply to you, but for those of us who just feel the weight of pressure maybe or responsibility or planning or getting places, whatever that looks like for many of us, um, I hope this can be helpful. Maybe you take one of these or a few or all or whatever, but these are things that I've considered and our family has sort of um, leaned into. I'll I'll tell you, we've leaned into all of these. Um, So Uh, Take or leave any of them, but that's what we're going to dive into. These are things that I've come up with. Um, These are things to stop doing this Christmas season. Consider, pray about with your family, right? Okay, ask the Lord. So the first is to stop traveling. Uh, I know so many of us with great hearts who want to go to all the places to please all the family members. And it's really not what we want. It's not what our family wants. It's not what's best for us, maybe our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health. And so we just go to all the things and we are traveling there to that thing and then over there for that thing. And, um, you know, even for many families I hear, you know, we're going to these different get-togethers and they're all in the same area, but it's exhausting. Um, So consider maybe to stop doing that. Um, I think what we typically do is we just do the same thing that we've always done year after year after year because that's what we do. That's what people expect of us or that's what we've always done. And that might be the case and that might be working for you if it's working for you. Again, there's no need to change that. But if it's not working for you, consider maybe we don't travel as much, if at all. So that's one thing you can consider to not do. Okay, another is attending all the things. This is this is hard. There are many things that we feel like we have to go to, right? The Christmas concerts, um, the oh the the holiday church event, okay? Um, but I assure you, 
as I've leaned into this, um, we don't have to actually do all the things. <laughs> we don't have to attend all the things. There are the extra holiday parties in the classrooms that we didn't know about until the week before or um, that not, it, the things that aren't, you know, musts or there's two Christmas concerts. We don't have to go to both, you know, um, things like that where maybe we've just done it because we've done it. Um, and again, if it's working for you, this doesn't apply to you, but consider not attending all the things. The church events, those are not things that you have to do. I think, again, as Christian women, we think that because it's a good thing, I'm doing air quotes, because it's a good thing, a church Christmas tea or a whatever, fill in the blank, a women's event for Christmas, the holidays, whatever, those are all phenomenal things. And I'm, I'm not saying don't do good things, but I am saying, I am saying, actually, don't do good things if it's costing you your health, your well-being, I am saying then maybe don't do those. Even good things, okay? So consider that. Am I doing things because I, you know, at the, and at the core of us, I'm right there with you. I want to do those things. I want to be at all the things. I want to whatever, fill in the blank. I love people. I love that stuff. I feed off of that stuff. But in a season like Christmas where I'm already feeling stretched because there's a lot on my mind that I need to get done, those things don't add to my well-being. They are good things, but I leave feeling more stressed because then now I still have all that stuff I feel like I need to do. Okay. The next thing is to consider stop having or doing gifts for fill in the blank. Okay, there was a season maybe five years ago, we financially, we could not get gifts. I mean, and again, we would love to do gifts. Gifts are great, but it was not working for our family. We can't afford to get gifts for all the cousins. We just can't. We could not do that. And so we we had to say, you know, I'm so sorry, you guys, we're just not going to be able to do that this year. Um, And it's just what works for our family. Um we won't be able to participate in the gift exchange. Like we had to say that and we we explained to our kids, you guys, it just doesn't work for us. It's going to be fun for everybody, but here's the thing, you know, and explaining that I think that's super healthy. Um, but maybe it's, you know, stop or no longer doing gifts for uh, or shopping in general for certain people. Maybe a gift card is the best plan. There's no shame in that. Um, how does shopping, gift buying, the lists, how does that stress you out? If it doesn't, great, this doesn't apply to you. Could you delegate it to your husband or do gift cards or communicate that it's just not working for your family to do gifts for XYZ? Okay. Another thing we need to stop doing, and, and this applies year-round, and um, this should apply to all of us, is that regarding all of these things, to no longer travel or attend or do gifts, we need to stop apologizing for it. There's no need, you know, it's, it's super uncomfy, especially if you are a part of a family or your husband's family has a family where they've just done the same thing every year, right? We always do that. We always go to so-and-so's house for Christmas. We always do that gift exchange. We always, whatever, fill in the blank. 
it can be really uncomfortable for you and for them. Like just knowing, yep, they're not going to like this. And the tendency is then to apologize because we know that it's switching it up. It's changing things up. It's not what they want, possibly. It's maybe not even what you would want. You would want to be happy and have all this energy for the holidays. You would love to be excited to travel, and right? But it's, it's just not working for you or your family, right? So one of the, one of the things we all need to stop doing is stop apologizing for our limitations or our decisions. You know, we don't need to apologize for the decisions we make as a family. If you and your husband decide that something is best for you, your marriage, your family, then there's no need to say sorry for that. It's just best for your family. So that's one phrase you can just start practicing and maybe put it up on a sticky note on your fridge or your bathroom mirror or your dashboard or your car And write on that, just write, it's best for our family. This decision is best for our family. And you can just start practicing that in your mind so that when something comes up or they they communicate their displease of, displease, is that a word? Uh, We're going to go with it. Their distaste, their dissatisfaction, whatever, disappointment um, with you, you can say that. That's the best decision for our family right now. Um, And... It is what it is. They're not going to like it. That's okay. It's uncomfortable. You're a grown adult. You can you can manage that tension just fine. I know you can. Um, so that's one thing. We can stop apologizing. All right, another thing we can stop doing is, oh, I'm actually talking about this on Wednesday and our wife, um, our wife step or tip for this coming Wednesday. If you're on social media, you'll see it. But Stop holding on to expectations, okay? This is obviously really hard because expectations are born in our desires. They're born in our imagination for what we want, what we would like, uh, you know, how we'd like it to go down and how we would like the day to be and what we'd like to do. And then, we, you know, our imagination, we just it start thinking through the things we would love, you know, we'd love our husband to get us blah, 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 or to experience that and then do this. And <coughs> excuse me, see, I'm still sick. But we have these expectations that become, when we're not aware of what we're thinking about, they become unrealistic. And then we, without even knowing it often, we hold on to those, not even knowing they're unrealistic um, and that they're born in the imagination of our hearts. And and then the day comes or the experience happens and it's not what we wanted it to be. Our husband and I, maybe we're, we're, maybe we're not talking. Maybe we're frustrated. Maybe someone's sick. Maybe ch- plans got changed. Maybe whatever. Um, you name it. But stop holding on to expectations. They can really take away the beauty of being present. So instead we can practice, um, what I'm talking about on Wednesday, this open hand surrender. This posture of our hearts and of our minds of saying, Lord, this is all yours. Have your way with it. Help me be present. Okay. Another is that we can stop cooking and baking. Now, again, if you love this and this is what brings you joy and you have the time to do that and the energy and the resources, go for it, sister friend. Okay. It doesn't apply to you. But for those of us who find it's overwhelming or stressful, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, for years, I really wanted to be a, a person, a mom, a woman who baked 
all the cookies. And it was maybe five, six, I don't know, years ago. And uh, we were we were finishing the last pan of candy cane cookies, my favorite. And you guys, we were literally putting the candy canes in the stripes, whatever, on the pan, the last pan to go in. And there was a weasel, I think that's what it's called, a worm, you guys, in the batter from the flour. It was brand new flour. I know. I cried. <laughs> I cried because we had like quadrupled the the bat, the dough, made all these cookies. They were gorgeous and they had worms in them. And uh, I had not made Christmas cookies again until just like last week. And even then it was only because our kids were sick and I had the time and we were going to be home all day and I had what we needed. So it wasn't, it wasn't stressful to me, but we can stop doing the things because we feel like we need to do them instead we can buy them. I guarantee there might be someone in your community who would be super blessed if you bought cookies from them because they make cookies and you can buy them from her. Okay. Like, I don't know, look into it, but if it stresses you out, don't do all the baking and the cooking. Okay. You don't have to do that. I'm just freeing you from that. All right. Another thing to stop doing are Christmas cards, you guys. Hey, again, so many of you simply love it. Go for it. Um, for those of us that don't um, and who get stressed out by stamps and addresses, um, you don't have to do that. You can just say Merry Christmas from our family to yours on social media. You can send out a mass text if you feel like it and tell people that you love them and Merry Christmas. Um, you don't have to do any of that, okay? But like, just just know that the cards don't have to be done. They, If that's a point of stress for you, don't do it. We're not doing it, okay? If you're curious, we're not doing it. We did it like three years ago. We hadn't done it, I think like had it had been like five years before that that we had done it we do it very randomly um so we're not doing it I have no plans on doing another one okay another thing that we can stop doing is wrapping the gifts I saw this I don't know I mean hello this is not rocket science but I saw someone saying this years ago and I'm like I'm totally doing that just put them in bags. Just put them in bags, you guys. It's so easier. So much easier, especially for if you're like us. We <laughs> we don't put presents out until Christmas morning. And so what does that mean? Oh, Christmas Eve night, my husband and I are mad wrapping gifts. Not like we have many, but we're, we're wrapping them the, the night before. Are you kidding me? No, we stopped. We put them in bags. It's a life changer, okay? <laughs> All right, another one. We have two more. Stop holding a plan to yourself. Okay, this is different than expectations. These are, this is a, this, this is a plan, okay? But what we often do is we don't tell people what we'd like. So um, communicate what you would like to your husband and your kids um, or even your in-laws or whatever, um, so that they know what you're doing. So for example, um, my I have to tell my husband like, hey babe, Christmas morning, 
the plan, again, always subject to change, but the plan is that I'd love to make caramel rolls. I just, they're not, they're frozen, you guys. Don't get excited. The, um, I'm going to make caramel rolls, and I'd like to stay in our jammies and open gifts while we eat caramel rolls. That's, that's what I would love um, if we could do that. So he knows then, hey, please don't go work out right now. You know what I mean? Like, or um, don't head out to the farm yet, you know? Um, but also helpful, like for our in-laws live really close to us. So it's, it's helpful for me to communicate even to them. Yeah, we probably won't be on our phones, just FYI, Christmas morning, Christmas day, we just hang out at home and chill as a family and play games. Like that's, I communicate that to them so that they know you're not going to hear from us or see us. And it's especially hard because they're right down the road, right? They're like so close from us and we we would, we love going over there. We're over there all the time around Christmas, but on that day, I want them to know, hey, P.S., we're not going to come over. Um, so just communicate what you would like to your people, right? Like even tell the kids like, hey guys, today we're not gonna, I don't know, play Fortnite or today we're not gonna be on our phones. It's just family day. We're gonna stay, we're gonna, you know, whatever. Whatever you want, just communicate that so that everybody knows and is on the same page. And then finally, stop pretending like it isn't a lot. I think what I've learned is that when I try to pretend like it's totally fine, I'm doing a disservice to my own heart and mind. Now I'm working on saying Christmas always feels like a lot to me. So I'm really trying to be intentional about things the things that I can do so that it's not as crazy for me internally, physically, emotionally. So it's not so stressful. Uh, so I'm saying how I feel and I'm also, you know, in doing that, saying I'm trying to really help that it's because I don't want to feel that way, but it just is a lot for me. I feel a lot of pressure. There's a lot of things on my to-do list just it's a lot more than a typical month. And um, I'm really working on ways to lessen that load so that I can be healthy and really enjoy this. I shared on social media recently that, and this is what I want to end with. I, I was staring at my Christmas, I walked into our Christmas, or walked into our living room, was standing, staring at our Christmas tree. I had recently seen a few pictures um, from some friends who had, the Christmas tree in the background and all these gifts were underneath the tree. And inside when I saw that, I was like, ugh, ugh, man. And so I had that feeling and then a couple hours later, walked into the living room, stood staring at our Christmas tree with nothing underneath it. And I was sort of just thinking to myself, I was like, man, is the little that we do for our kids, like we don't do many gifts at all. Is that enough? Like I saw all of those huge wrapped things and I was like, is this enough? Is what we're doing for them enough? Is this special enough for them? Are they gonna have good memories of what they're opening? 
are we doing enough for them? Is this enough? And, you know, I had envisioned as I was standing there like Christmas morning and the few things that would be under there. And that's what I was thinking, like, is that going to be enough for them? Should we do more? Should we be doing more, getting more? And just in that moment, it was like, I saw the tree right as it is now with nothing under it. And I knew the Lord was asking my heart, would this be enough? Like nothing under there? Like ever? Would this be enough? I knew he was saying like, would I be enough for you, for them? And that's what I want I want that for all of us and I want I want us to somehow communicate that to our kids like but but we can't communicate it if we don't mean it for us. And so that's like my prayer. I just want to end with that. I just want to pray over you and your families and me and my family. So Jesus, man, there's oh Lord, there's so much. There's too much. Like, too much going on, too much to buy, too much to think about, too much to do. And Jesus, we don't want to be women who simply proclaim you as our Lord and Savior. We want to be women who are wholeheartedly surrendered to you as Lord. And Father, we want you to be enough for us. You are enough for us. Help us live like it's true. Help us to remember this. Help us to be ruthless about stripping away the excess, stripping away what does not belong what does not matter help us stay so rooted to you that nothing else matters people their disappointment their opinions their their words oh help us cling so much to you that nothing they do or say even sways us at all Jesus, we love you. We are so grateful for you. You are the gift. Father, I just pray for each of us that we would truly allow your love, your your appearance here on earth, your coming down from heaven, that we would allow that to permeate every area of our souls. I pray, Father, that we would not just continue on in this season as is, but we would truly like do whatever it takes to just be wrecked by how awesome you are. Help us show the world around us, everyone we come in contact with, just how crazy, how crazy you are about us. And in in response, just the fact that we'll do anything for you. Father, I pray that these women listening right now, that they would, she would feel for herself how much you love her. That's what this Christmas season is all about, that God, you sent Jesus because you love us. 
because you love us, because you so loved us. I pray she would know that, that she would be just overcome with the reality of your love for her, that because of you, because of what you've done, you, you alone have made her worthy, have made her seen, have made her enough. Lord, we thank you for that. And we just, I just pray, Father, that that she would remain in that, that she would feel that, not just now, but forever, that she would rest in that and she would be confident in that. You are enough, Jesus. Amen. Friend, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? If so, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make and start a podcast so easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn some money. It's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. And then you can distribute it wherever podcasts are heard. Even video podcasts are available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. But best of all, it's totally free and there's no catch. Ever since we've been using Spotify for Podcasters at A Wife Like Me, we've been able to triple our reach, reaching wives across the globe. And it's so simple. Again, we do this right from our computer. And again, you can do it from your phone. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters. Again, www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started.